Greetings, Alpha Seekers. This is the Saturday edition of the Alpha's Next Podcast. And naturally, uh, markets are not open today, so I was I was right. Markets didn't go down or up because the market is closed. Um, so I thought I would just kind of uh, share some things I put out on the uh, exciting Alpha's Next uh, LinkedIn page. So the first thing is, this sounds like smoke and mirrors. There's a company called Nikola, which sounds like Ricola, but it's really, you know, Tesla is named after Nikola Tesla, and so Nikola is named as, as it uses his first name. He was a Serbian who was pretty legendary for his experiments with electricity and such. And uh, some people <clears throat> think that he was a genius whose technology was uh, more or less stifled by the existing uh, powers that be in the energy business. Others think he was a crackpot. And uh, this may be one of those cases where Elon Musk clearly is a genius, a mad genius perhaps, but a genius nonetheless. I mean, the the cars are driving around, the rockets are going up, I mean, but this Nikola uh, outfit, uh, there's an article in Bloomberg I put out on the LinkedIn page, this this is a high school dropout, he's got a GED, dropped out of college, you know, I mean, not that you have to be a college grad to make a lot of money or be a genius, but this whole story sounds like it's bogus. This company's been around for a while, and I don't think they have anything rolling down the road. So, uh, you know, if you read that article, I think that you might think that this is a short. Now, I wouldn't necessarily short it. Uh, If I was an options player, I might buy some puts on it, some way-out-of-the-money puts. If... Someday, uh, somebody exposes it. Now, this article could blow it up for that matter, but uh, I certainly wouldn't be long this stock. I think it's trading in the 70s. I would not be long this stock. You know, it's the kind of stock where you don't necessarily want to short it because uh, smoke and mirrors are very effective, but that's what I think it is. So we'll see if I'm right, wrong, or indifferent, but... You know, I'd much rather be an investor in Tesla because at least they have, you know, you can see the rockets in the cars. This guy, he can't see anything. Um, Now, there is a debate about the cities. I was walking around the city, and we were supposed to have a whole bunch of protests today in Chicago. And uh, I turned the news on, and they're doing the usual, you know, this could have been a broadcast from 10 years ago, except for the virus stories. Um, so it doesn't look like much happened today. So we've again been quiet for a while and I walked around the neighborhood today and you just don't get the sense that people are, um, you know, fleeing the city, but there's an article from the wall street journal, which tends to lean conservative that argues that people are going to leave 
in part because of the, uh, the, the virus, in part because of the governance issues, and in part because of the expense. You know, taxes are probably going up in the cities, absent some federal bailout, which we might see, and I'm all for, you know. Uh, if they can print the stuff, why should I have to go out and earn it to give it for it, give it to them to fix all these pensions and everything else, you know. Uh, much I'd rather see, you know, see a bailout than, than see my taxes go through the roof. Um... Uh, you know, but on the other hand, if I'm a boomer, or I'm not a boomer, but if I'm a millennial or whatever, and they tell me that I don't have to, to live in uh, Seattle or I don't have to live in Chicago anymore, yeah, I'm going to think about maybe I should live someplace cheaper and safer. And But, you know, the bars are open down here on Lincoln Avenue, at least one of them is. And I talked to a young woman who is a product manager for uh, for Amazon, and she is in Chicago because her parents are here, and she's thinking of moving here or to California. Just And people stay or go because of the people, not so much the place. You know, if they've got friends, if they've got family, that's what keeps them in a place. Uh, I saw a woman today who got shot, and this was just another run-of-the-mill gang shooting, and she got shot in the arm. She never goes out of the house, you know, and... She says, they're not going to drive me out of my house. I paid for my house. So even if you do live in an area that ha has some real drawbacks, it's kind of like this is where I live and I'm not, I'm not leaving. So I'm not sure whether or not people are going to be exiting in droves from cities or not. I think it's a pretty rational move, but people don't make decisions entirely rationally, obviously. So we shall see. That has a lot of implications for real estate. So, uh, we'll see what happens. I put a uh, quote out here from Reddit. Has a, Reddit's a pretty weird place, but somehow I get some notifications from it. It says, the whole problem with the world is that fools and fanatics are always so certain of themselves and wiser people are so full of doubts. I've heard a quote like that. I'm not sure that's the exact quote. But it sure is true. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, you see a lot of that in the market. You know what I mean? That's why I put it out on Alpha's Next. Uh, Glaxo has a partnership with uh, a company called Clover uh, Pharma think clover biotech or something so the first thing i of course did was look at uh, the market to to look at yahoo finance to see if it's traded and it's a chinese company so at this point we don't go there with chinese companies um you know down the road who knows and if glaxo comes up with a vaccine they're probably not going to make any money on it so so that news is more of, uh, relevant to the performance of the overall market. You know, the market will move on virus news. The companies like GSK, I don't think, will, unless it's some technology that enables broader applications outside of COVID. But I think there'll be so much pressure to moderate the pricing on a virus or vaccine if it gets developed that they won't. They won't make much money, and if it's Glaxo, you know, it's not going to move the needle. 
So that's really about it. Um, we may have a we'll have a Sunday night futures edition probably for those of you who wait with bated breath for the next episode. But uh, not much going on today, really. Uh, oh, there's one other thing. There's a German uh, fintech company that uh, really dropped like a rock, and it was accounting problems. And one thing Kramer always says is that when he smells accounting problems, he's out. Because if you can't trust the data, you can't trust the company. And this company, I don't really understand what they do. I never heard of them before, but they went down like, I don't know, 50% because they're missing $2 billion in cash, unaccounted for. They said they had it in some Chinese bank, or not Chinese, some Asian bank, and it turns out the bank says, we don't, we don't even, they don't even have an account here. So that was crazy, you know. Uh, we, <laughs> you know, so you got to watch out. Uh, this was a company, 10 to 25 analysts had it as a buy. Uh, it was a